Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One ball, two strikes to Lanzilli. Dylan DeLucia kicks, fires the pitch. Swing and a miss! He struck him out, and all this will play for the title against Oklahoma. Two to nothing. Final score, Rebels. The following is a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. <laughs> It's time for the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan, your home for Ole Miss sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradloganCOTE. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now, from the vault, to the pavilion, to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss, all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan. Today's show is brought to you in part by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan favorite Vegas Casino and Poker Games. It's really easy to get started. Just head on over to the website, use your mobile device, and sign up today. Use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, and receive your 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. Bet Online for the game starts. And now, Robinson handles it. And they're going to Omaha for the first time in 42 years. Hani Toddy in Omaha. Ground ball toward Robinson is short. He gloves. He'll throw to first, and it is in time for the out. The Rebels are headed to Omaha. The drought is over, and a big Rebel pile up just away from the mound. The fifth Super Regional is the key for Coach Mike Bianca. One ball, two strikes to Lanzilli. Dylan DeLucia kicks, fires the pitch. Swing and a miss! He struck him out, and all this will play for the title against Oklahoma. Two to nothing. Final score, Rebel. And welcome into today's Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a podcast that today we're on the road and the quality is not quite as good as the studio, but we wanted to bring you a podcast nonetheless. We'll hear from Ole Miss head coach Mike Bianco and uh, some more players as we had a chance to visit with those guys in the post-game press conference. Ole Miss is one win away from a college baseball national championship. And it's incredible. I just tweeted out that I think it was April, mid-April, Ole Miss was 
a home run from Taiwan Malone. We said this ad nauseum with Jared Redding of Inside the Rebels. From being run ruled at home, my Bianco was fired. His, uh, you know, it was over. And all of a sudden, Ole Miss is now one win away from a national championship. It's unbelievable. They hit the ball today. Ole Miss hit the ball incredibly well. Jack Doherty pitched a heck of a game. Ole Miss and Mai Bianco and his pitching staff elected to go with Jack Doherty today, resting Hunter Elliott for uh, the game tomorrow. We heard in the postgame uh, press conference, or actually it was on the uh, Ole Miss radio network that uh, Coach Mike Clement uh, elected, or at least Hunter Elliott wanted another day's rest. At least, I don't know if he wanted it or the, the staff felt it was probably the best thing. So uh, he will get an additional day. Hunter Elliott will go tomorrow at 1 p.m. for all the marbles. The crowd, absolutely incredible. I think Ben Garrett from um, On3 Sports tweeted out that maybe the 2014 Ole Miss-Alabama game is kind of the crescendo for, for crowds at Ole Miss, in, across all sports, obviously. This might have done it. Ole Miss has absolutely shown up shown up in Omaha, and I've actually had a, a chance to take texted a couple of friends that couldn't get in. You know, tickets were in upwards of a grand apiece, and uh, they watched it from a bar nearby. So uh, a lot of people are in Omaha. They have invaded Omaha, and Ole Miss is one went away from the College World Series Championship. Uh, thankful for our friends and our sponsors that have taken us all the way up to the College uh, World Series final. Bet online. Um, grateful for their partnership along with University Traditions. Better get to buying some new hats. I'm sorry, better get to making some new hats because they're getting low. And uh, you guys have done a great job using that promo code BRADBEAR80. Save you 10%, and uh, that's a great spot for you. Ole Miss and Oklahoma tomorrow at 1 o'clock for all the marbles. They're in the winner's bracket again. Ole Miss is um, absolutely run rough shot through the postseason. Baseball is some kind of funny game. And almost as hot as a firecracker, just at the right time. One went away. We'll take a look at some highlights, look at some numbers right after this. In the second half of the show, right here on the Believe in Almost Podcast, part of the Believe Network. It is a place which exerts an extraordinary pull on all who have walked its hallowed ground. Thousands come each year, and yet no one ever really leaves. Ole Miss is for life. A major university with the familiar intimacy of family. Friendships that are more than friendships. Moments that are more than moments. An autumn celebration on a Saturday afternoon in the Grove. Contests waged and triumphs savored. With our largest freshman class, soaring honors college, national reputation for academics and research, our pride is overflowing. Today, more than ever, for all who have ever called this magical place home, you never leave Ole Miss.
Welcome back to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Want to be a part of the program? Just email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradloganCOTE. Whether it's touchdown Ole Miss or showers and right, it's all Ole Miss all the time. And now back to the show. Welcome back into the Believe in Ole Miss podcast right here on the Believe Network. The uh, Rebels, of course, win game one, uh, 10-3. It was a dominating performance uh, by Jack Doherty on the mound. Josh Mallets comes in and does a, does a great job closing this game out. Look, it was uh, Tim Elko. I mean, we, we've talked about building the statue and kind of everything that comes along with that. Elko was four from five on the night, had... One RBI, of course, the solo shot, and uh, was on base. And just did what you have to do. And did a great job today at the plate. Uh, Peyton Chaudier, another a big night for him. Three for five. And uh, just seeing the ball really well. Calvin Harris, we've talked about Calvin a ton. He's batting 346 in a year. And uh, Justin Bench. I mean, what does Justin Bench do? Leads a team. Uh, with except well, McCants, of course, when he hit the bomb today, he's got two RBI. But Justin Bench today tied with um, tied with TJ McCants and two RBI, two for five, and it's batting 317. So many players could be tabbed as quote unquote the MVP of this team, and so many players have stepped up, whether it be on the mound or at the plate. You know, just, just making the plays you have to make and. So many people wear those hats. But the middle relief pitching, I think, at the end of the day, and that includes Jack Doherty, who started today. I mean, Mason Nichols is, is a guy that, that came in. And, did it, and Mike even said in the post-game press conference, what Mason did coming in when Jack loaded the bases with no outs, and I think they got maybe one run, that was the game. And then Josh Mallett struggled a little bit early. Did could, didn't locate the uh, the thing very well. His 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 trademark breaking pitch couldn't throw it for strikes early. So he kind of got touched up just a little bit. But finally got things settled down. And, um, and the good news for Josh is that Ole Miss came to the plate, scored some runs, and gave him a little bit of a cushion. So that definitely helped out Josh um, to close this thing out. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was an offensive explosion, and you were kind of just waiting for Ole Miss to do that. You know, we haven't seen Ole Miss over the last couple of games hit the ball incredibly well. They've been able to, to – of course, they lost that game against Arkansas, 
but came back and, and really uh, really played well. Didn't hit it well against Arkansas the second to, second go round, but pitched it really well and was able to come away with the win. Now the Rebels are one unit away uh, from a national championship. The first one. Now we could talk about uh, whether or not they're true or not. But three national championships from football. If they counted, if they made them up, I mean, last I checked, they they counted. So uh, we're that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna say here. And then we're talking about the major sports, whether it be football, men's or women's basketball, and then baseball. Um, obviously, there's been some national championships through some Olympic sports in women's golf, and um, I mean, you know, there, there's some other uh, championships along the way. But we're talking about just major sports. Um, I can't say it enough, and, and you'll hear from my Bianco in just a moment, and. The crowd was insane, and Ole Miss fans should tip their hat. I mean, you know, when you're listening to this, whether it be late Saturday night or, or Sunday, whenever you're, maybe you're going for a jog around the stadium if you're in Omaha, because I don't know if there's many people left outside of Nebraska right now that they root for the red and blue. But, uh, you know, I applaud you. It's a difficult trip. It's an expensive trip, but it's absolutely uh, a, a place where you can make memories. You absolutely can. And I know so many Ole Miss fans are enjoying themselves in Omaha, Nebraska. Let's hear from Ole Miss head coach Mike Bianco and some players here in the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, part of the Believe Network. I just I really thought we played well tonight. Um, I thought, uh, you know, the first inning was it was huge. Uh, uh, Bennett's so good and, and uh, you know, you know, big ligger out there, and uh, uh, to draw, you know, to to draw him the first game, um, you know, of the championship series, I think is a tough challenge for the offense. Uh, but after two outs, uh, Tim got a big, you know, base hit. Um, I think he advanced on a wild pitch pass ball, and then uh, and then you know Kevin uh, got a huge hit, you know, through a six hole, which you know uh, one of the things we we didn't practice yesterday, uh, you know, getting those left handers to work the other way, and so uh, a lot of credit to Kevin, a lot of credit to, to Coach Clem, but that thought that was that was big, you know, to to get on the board in the first. Obviously, Jack had a, a tremendous day, and just a thought. Uh, Super fastball command, super you know slider command, you know, and he, he just you know lived ahead in the zone or ahead in the count, um, and uh, you know we, we got a, a few scratched a few more runs, uh, and then we kind of had a hiccup there. Yeah, they get a couple of hits, uh, another bunt uh, that uh, we don't make a play on, um, but I thought Mason, you know, true freshman comes in there, uh, and and you know. Obviously, such a, a big moment in that game. I thought that was really the baseball game there to get off the field there, uh, with, with just a couple, and um, you know, then of course, uh, you know, we hadn't scored for a while, and and uh, the big home run by TJ, uh, and then you know, bench, and then of course, well, I guess Calvin was in between, but uh, three three home runs, you know, uh, back to back to back. I I don't know if that's ever been done here at this stadium. Colorado's Brad Henderson even pointed out to kind of talk a little bit about what Mike said just a moment ago is Jack filled the zone up, and that's what you have to do at this stage. You fill the zone up, and then you can locate your, your pitches from there. And credit Jack Doherty, credit uh, Hayden Dunhurst for, for the way he was been able to maneuver behind the plate. But look, I mean, I, I'll be, I can't remember who I heard say this, and I want to say it may have been Richard Cross on uh, Super Talk Mississippi when 
he said, and I agreed with him, he said that Mike Bianco doesn't get enough credit for how he calls a baseball game. It's a lot of truth in that. Mike has called some great games in his entire career. And I guess things really show up now because Ole Miss is so successful. But Jack Doherty absolutely filled the zone up. He located very, very well, and he kept an, a really good Oklahoma uh, team at bay for the most part until he kind of got in some trouble in the latter part of his outing. Let's hear from uh, Ole Miss pitcher uh, Jack Doherty. Uh, I tried not to think about it too much. Just wanted to go out there and be myself. Found out yesterday that I was starting. My mom actually got mad at me because I didn't tell her. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't want to think about it too much. Didn't want to get in my own head. I just wanted to go out there and pitch. Okay, right here. Austin Elders with the Rebel Walk. Mason, coming in in a situation like that as a true freshman, what does that do for your confidence when you come in in a situation like that? You only allowed the one run there towards the end of that inning, but then you get out of a, just a huge situation. What does that do for your confidence? Uh, it was great. Um, God gets all the glory for that, though, because I asked him for some peace and some strength before I went out there, and he, he gave me both. So uh, I was just so excited to get out of it for the team. Uh, it was a great opportunity, and uh, looking forward to the next couple of days. Nick Suss with the Clarion Ledger. Mason, kind of what did Mike say to you before you started warming up, and what was the mentality approaching somebody like Graham, who is so successful? Yeah, um, my mentality was uh, I know that Graham's a great hitter, but I, uh, whenever I came in, I just wanted to throw my best pitches. Uh, and uh, Coach was calling it. He told me when I came out there, just fill up the zone, uh, slaughter away first pitch. So uh, that was the game plan. Um, I was just trying to get my slider down, uh, throw the fastball, uh, locate it well, and I did it. And you also were able to hear from Mason Nichols, a talented freshman. Well, you talk about uh, a team that, that, that's had some younger players that have really stepped up. You, you can't go anywhere without talking about Hunter Elliott and Mason Nichols. And we heard once again from Mike saying that that very easily was the play or the, the consecutive outs being the plays of the game when he absolutely came in and stopped it. Back-to-back-to-back home runs hasn't, hasn't happened in Omaha since LSU did it a number of years ago. Here's the captain, Tim Oko, talking about uh, just how important those back-to-back-to-back home runs were. You know, we, we knew we needed to get a couple more runs. Um, you know, they have a, they've got a good offense, and, um, you know, we were holding them at bay, but uh, would have felt a lot better to get a couple more runs. And, um, you know, whenever TJ hit that ball out, uh, it felt like all the momentum shifted to us. And uh, then, you know, Calvin followed with one, and uh, JB followed with another. So, um, you know, it was great to get those runs in and uh, huge hits by those guys. But there's no doubt we talked about the crowd, and we talked about how many powder blue polos were in the crowd. Every time, uh, you know, Ole Miss made a big play, it was a, a huge roar from the crowd. The players had a chance to talk about how they have fed off that crowd, not only all year long, but specifically in Omaha for tonight's win over Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, uh, I, w- I would say there was probably 20,000 Rebels there, and, um, you know, it was uh, an amazing environment. Um, super fun to play in, and, um, you know, just having all that support, uh it makes it a lot of fun to play. So, um, you know, shout out to our fans for uh, making it up here to Omaha and uh, making it a really cool experience so far. Uh, 
morale was real high. Uh, you know, we we had uh, we've done that before. We we hit three homers in a row at home, uh, but uh, definitely trumps it uh, hitting here. Um, you know, it was a really really cool uh, to watch, and um, I was I think I was in the hole for the last one, and uh, just taking in you know the, all the fans going crazy in the outfield, and um, you know it was a really cool experience, and um, you know like you said, just uh, helped to carry us there at the end of the game to the win. It felt like Swayze Field because of you know how many Ole Miss because how partisan maybe it was, but man, it felt like a football game out there. I mean, on the, on the field, I mean, it was that loud. Uh, Swayze's been pretty loud. I don't know if Swayze's ever been that loud when they played uh, um, Sweet Caroline, whatever inning that was. I've never heard anything like that, you know. And so, uh, just impressive and just. You know, thankful, and you know, you know. I think as a coach, uh, it's it's really neat to sit back, and you don't do it too much in a game. But it was so loud that a couple times you did. You know, you look up and go, "Wow, uh, all these people showed up here." You know, it's not an easy place to get to. It's not a, a cheap place to get to, and a lot of people, you know, it, it meant you know the world for them to be here this weekend, and um, they're passionate, aren't they? That was Ole Miss head coach Mike Bianco commenting on just uh, how insane the environment was. So many folks uh, showed up and showed out. The pitching staff was outstanding. Jack Doherty uh, allowing three hits and two runs, all that coming uh, in the sixth inning. He uh, would pinch up pitching, uh, actually in the fifth inning, would pitch five complete innings or, or five innings, got touched up in the sixth. Three hits, two runs, two of those earned, one walk, six strikeouts and he would face 19 batters. Uh, Mason Nichols, like we said, came in and looked really, really good. Did walk that first one, uh, but then would come back and strike out a ton of players, uh, five total, and out of the seven batters face, he struck out five of them. And Josh Mallets comes in, and then the thing is working well, uh, gives up one earned run, and uh, walks two, strikes out four, and faces ten batters. And the Ole Miss Rebels will advance to face Oklahoma in game two with an opportunity to sell off into the sunset with, uh, fittingly, Hunter Elliott will get the game ball tomorrow. That's 1 o'clock Central Time and Ole Miss with a chance to play, uh, or uh, Ole Miss with a chance to win a college baseball national championship. A reminder, Reps 247, uh, an affiliate of 247 Sports Inside the Rebels. Uh, Content is loaded right now. There's a couple of columns up by David Johnson. Uh, some game stories, and uh, I think a feature by Jared Redding. So a lot going on at Inside the Rebels and Reps247.com. Be sure, and uh, the message board's popping as well. It's a lot of food recommendations, hotels. uh, Maybe you might need uh, information on tickets, but so much is going on right now at Reps247.com. Our University of Traditions player of the game is Mason Nichols. And it could have gone to a number of players when you have back-to-back-to-back home runs, uh, some big hits. But I think Mason Nichols coming in, freshman, out of the bullpen, and uh, being able to only get away uh, with giving up one run when the bases were were full with no outs. Uh, Our player of the game today, sponsored by University Traditions. That's at UNIV Traditions on Twitter and UniversityTraditions.biz. Your spot for your perfect hat. So go to check those guys out today. Use that promo code BRAD, and uh, that saves you 10% today. And uh, so go ahead and get you a hat. First batter, remember the the first batter that Nichols faced, 
Peyton Graham, who will be playing in the league one day, struck out swinging. He also got Blake Robertson to strike out swinging. So uh, it, it was a great outing for Mason Nichols, and he is our University Traditions Player of the Game. And we appreciate you being part of the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network. So many of you have uh, interacted with us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and other social channels. But, yeah, if you, anytime you tell someone about the pod, it's always uh, greatly appreciated. There are some great Ole Miss podcasts out there. And just to be uh, one of those is, uh, is really, really cool for us. We're, we've had some great guests along the way. And uh, you're almost sad to see the baseball season come to an end, even though if it ends in quite possibly, or well, it, it will end in the best possible way for this Ole Miss baseball team. To, uh, the storylines write themselves. Uh, you talk about storylines that, that, that could, could be written. You know, David Kellum made a good point today that Jeff Robertson, who, but I'm telling you, one of the best writers that, that I've ever met, and he teaches a course at the university. It, there's so many books that could be written about this season. And, and David made a, a great point that Tim Elko could be a great subject for a book. Mike Bianco about how the season went, about how down he and the team was could be a book. And then the the actual season in and of itself about being on the brink and then to be the last team in and then, you know, very possibly the last team standing. It is one heck of a story. And it's been a lot of fun to tell it. And, you know, Jared uh, Redding has done a great job his first year on the beat. And I told him, I said, Jared, you know, this is the first, the first year on the beat and uh, you're covering a national championship game or series and very well could be ch- covering a national championship team. Um, it's, it's pretty special. And, and it's been special from an Ole Miss standpoint. You know, we heard from Mike just a moment ago, it, it sounded like a football game. And football is king in Oxford. We know that. And for Mike to say that, and for the fan base to, you know, Ole Miss gets a lot of grief about uh, living in the we are Ole Miss, waiting for the the next bad thing to happen and that sort of thing. But I'm telling you, that fan base, the Ole Miss fan base has shown up in Omaha. Mike said it, man, it's not easy to get there. I I, I know. I, I know it's not, whether by plane, whether by car, it's just not easy to get there, and it, it's, it's expensive when you do. But you make memories. And Ole Miss is one game away from being crowned 2022 Baseball National Champions. We'll have the podcast in its entirety tomorrow, regardless of the outcome. And we'll break it all down for you. It's the Rebels and the Sooners in Game 2 of the National Championship Series. Rebels up one nothing. Rebels win tomorrow afternoon. Ole Miss is the national champions. We'll break it down right here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, part of the Believe Network. Tomorrow, it's Ole Miss and Oklahoma. Thanks, everybody, for listening.
You've been listening to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. Be sure and check us out on Twitter at BradLoganCOTE and at Believe Podcasts, as well as Facebook, Brad Logan Media. From the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss all the time. This has been the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.